The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. Welcome to another edition of Long Box Small Talk. I am your host, Mr. Bill. And to my left is my ever-faithful girl Friday, Rod the Bod Heron. How you doing hey, tonight? So am I am I Friday or who's Friday here? You're you're the you're the gal Friday. I'm the gal Friday? Yeah, that's like an old like forties term. Like say I, I knew it had Friday. to be if it came you're from you. You're my best gal. What? I said I knew it had to be an old folksy <laughs> term if it came from you. you son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, it's another wonderful week here. In the another seven, rainy seven, week. In the 77568, we survived the the non-flood, non-thunderstorm, uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. tropical storm. So we are here. We Did are, it ever actually become a top, tropical storm, or it was just a depression? I think it was a topical storm. A topical storm? A tropical storm. <laughs> okay. I, I think it was just talked about. Uh, I think we got a little water. I think uh-huh. a couple branches fell down. Yeah. And aside from that, we did all right. I think yeah, everybody. we did fine. Uh, okay, so uh, plugs up first. What do you got going on this week? Oh, um, let's see. I've been working on a few things for uh, you know B movies and ebooks. The network. The network. Uh, we're on. Yeah, the network we're on. Uh, I've been doing a few uh, articles. I'm, I, I kind of head up their video game section since everyone else has already grown up and, and moved <laughs> on from video games. So I'm 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 doing a bunch of articles for them right now. Nice. Uh, yeah, I think we had uh, one or two released today. Nice. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. What are you watching this week? Um, well, let's see. I just knocked out the newsroom because I like uh, those West Wing kind of intellectual fan. drama. You, I'm a you, very big Sorkin fan. I've noticed. And uh, and thank you for never making fun of that. I really appreciate I know. That. I like Sorkin. I it's like good it. shit if I you like, like walking through hallways. Uh, he wrote um, Social Network. Yeah, and I absolutely love that movie. Yeah, it was good. It was way better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then we just started Orange Is the New Black. Came out uh, a few days ago. Saw the first season and liked it. I have not watched the second. Uh, it has a tough sophomore kind of year, but yeah. it was still really good. It was definitely worth it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, what about you? What are you? What have you been working on lately? Uh, uh, practicing with the band. My new band, Red A Boys. Uh, we're kind of a reggae alternative band. Uh, we got a show on July twenty. 20- Six at Union Tavern in Clear Lake. Uh, we go on at ten, and aside from that, we're just working on some material and being a dad, and being a dad, and putting up with you guys on the message board daily. Uh, yeah, does your phone ever stop vibrating? At one point, I have to just Zen meditate it out, <laughs> and it just becomes a cancer buzz on my leg oh, when okay. I'm walking around. I put mine in my back pocket, so yeah. at least it's doing something for me. There you go. You know, yeah. you got to get a little love there. Um, <laughs> Okay, I see you have something in your hand. Uh, yeah. Okay. I thought we it would be fun for uh, for us as well as our listeners. Okay. Um, if we do a little game, and it's something I made up, so I I'm sure there's there's holes in my logic. I'm but I, I'm excited. You're excited. Okay. <laughs> I am. So I'm I'm tentatively calling it from the halls of obscurity. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. Uh, I've got five, and let me actually make sure that I, I have this. Uh, let's see. Yes, I have five superheroes. Five superheroes, okay? okay? Um, each superhero is worth two points. Okay, okay. wow. I'm going to give you the superhero or villains. I'm sorry, superhero okay. or super person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, i got to be politically correct okay. nowadays. Okay. The super person's name uh-huh. and a little bit of a description, and you have to tell me what their power is. Wow, okay. What their power okay. is. And if I made them up or they're real. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. So, um, okay. So the first one. First one. Okay. 1993. Mm-hmm. He made his debut. His name, Codpiece. <laughs> is that, uh, what would his superpower be? And you got to remember, if, if, I, if you think I made it up, you got to make up the superpower. Okay. Okay. So... 
what would his superpower be? Codpiece. With a name like Codpiece, I'm gonna say it's something medieval. So my my guess is that he has a mystic codpiece from like it's an armor from say the the King Arthur era, uh-huh. and that it generates some kind of projectile energy projectile out of the codpiece. Okay, and that's his superpower. That is his superpower. Okay, now is 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 he like an immortal, or like did he find this in a museum somewhere and stole it like Ant Man? No, no, I think this is like a this is like one of those tales that he found this relic in like a garbage heap, and it's kind of like half Shazam, half Green Lantern. Like he's the god said he's worthy, and and you know <laughs> it energy projectiles out of his crotch. It was it was created with Mjolnir. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, it was, okay, so. Codpiece's power is that he has basically a Batman type uh, gadget belt that okay. is, it all condenses down into just a codpiece. <laughs> oh God! Okay, so Did he's you, got he's wait. got guns and rocket launchers and flamethrowers, but they're all built into. And I don't know why he chose that particular area of the body, but he chose to make a super compact codpiece that held all of his weaponry. Is this real? Uh, you tell me, sir. Is it real or fake? Uh, you, you, I'm gonna say 93. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna say real. You're gonna say real. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna go ahead and give you one point. Okay. Okay. One of the two. You technically did not say that he. <laughs> He he uses his codpiece as it holds it holds things, uh, but he is a very real. What, uh, he's what, a very what real, universe is he? DC um, or Marvel? I want to say he was Marvel. It's probably Marvel. It's yeah. probably Marvel. Um, honestly, I should have written better notes, but I was uh, I was doing this handwritten stuff. <laughs> okay, so. All right. okay. So there All you go. Right, you got one. We got one point. So okay. you're you're one, one for for two so far. All right, one point. Okay, so the next one okay. I have for you, uh, his name is the end. Okay, he's a solid black void of a character, mm-hmm. um, like s- your soul. Yeah, like my soul. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, okay, so he's um, 1978. 1978, the end. Hmm. Um, he's armed with a hammer. He's a completely mute and has no features, uh, almost like a mannequin that can move. But if you, whenever you look at him, he kind of looks like Sunspot, like where he's completely void oh. of light. He catches all light, um, and he has a ring. That a living creature lives inside of, um, and uh, the hammer. So, go ahead. What, what what is his power? He's got the ring with a creature in it. You know that already, and he's got a hammer. Okay, if he's the end he's and the he end. is devoid of light, then I'm going to say he is he is like a walking void, and he. Are you Some, saying like he, he like gets kind like things of like get sucked cloak into him? From, yeah, like cloak and dagger. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that he is like a walking void. Okay. And that things can get sucked into him. Like all the time, like without him being like No, I think he can control it. He can control yeah, it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think he can So he's not just like a walking cloak, black hole. He, he controls it, and I guess the hammer is some kind of What about the living creature in his ring? What does that do? I don't know. That's cool. Maybe that creature is light, and it's some kind of like weird, like light demon creature that okay. that he has to let out every twenty four hours. Okay. <laughs> no matter what, like even if he's you know at main event, yeah, yeah. he's playing skee ball. Yeah, he's at, his, it, at the yeah, batting cage with his kids. His arm starts vibrating really fast. <laughs> he's like, I gotta let the demon out. That's usually so, what I say when my arm starts vibrating. Well, yeah, yeah. Usually I'm in the bathroom when I do that. Yeah, but. That that that's a, you strike I'm, me as a shower kind of guy. You a shower kind of guy? Yeah, I'm a big shower guy. Really? Yeah, oh, I like that's, weird. that's fucking weird, man. What do you mean? I take showers. No, no, no. It, I'm talking about jerking off in the shower, though. You seem like I'm the, not against it. You're not against it, but I mean, I'm not gonna say I haven't done that. Okay. <laughs> All right, moving on. Okay, so <laughs> is he real or is he fake? Oh. The amount of detail you said, I'm gonna say I I want to say real. Okay. But. For 1978. 1978. See, I'm picturing something. If you just said like 1995, mm-hmm. I would say that he would have fit right in. Totally real. Yeah. But for 78, we, unless he's a DC character that I'm not aware of, mm-hmm. which is the whole point of the game, characters you're not aware yeah, of. Yeah. Um. 
All right, come on, man. I'm going to say fake. You're going to say fake. Yeah. Okay. So, the living creature is light, you said. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, armed with his ring of nowhere, uh, a living creature explodes out of the ring and devours his enemies, sending pieces of them to any random part of the universe. It's pretty fucking close. Uh Okay, okay. I mean, it's, that's pretty goddamn close. It's close I, I'm man. just saying. I mean, for all the powers out there, I'm just you, saying. I mean, it's, you know, I gave you a big hint with the living creature inside the ring, but, um, so he, uh, that is his power. Okay. Uh, I'm choosing to be a dick and not give you that point. Wow. Um, yeah, no, I'm a tough critic, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but he is fake. I made that up. <laughs> yes, very good. So, two points. Two so points far. for Bill. Yeah. Okay. Ah. This next one honestly may be too easy for you. I, okay, I, I may want to. I may redact this one. All right. Um, we have arm fall off boy. Uh, first off, what is his power? And it's not what you think. Um, it totally is fucking right. What do you think? It's what you think it is. Just I, I mean, I'm, say it, I'm Bill. guessing. Bill, say it. I'm guessing his, his arm falls arms off. Fall off. His arms fall off. And what does he do with his arms? I'm sure you can guess. I'm guessing you use them as weapons of some uh, sort. Of course he does. Okay. Of course he does. Um. And is he real or fake? 1989. If I'm if if I say real, it's because that's a weird place in Marvel <laughs> where they were doing really weird. You're it, like thinking four dimensionally, like yeah, but 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 that was a really weird time in Marvel, and to me that would be something that would pop up in somewhere in the Spider-Man universe, the X-Men universe. Okay, yeah. I kind of where Spider-Man uh, can make little quips about but it. But at the same time, I could see you doing this and throwing me a curveball saying, <laughs> you know, totally screwing with my head. I'm going to say I'm going to say fake. You're going to say fake. Yeah. Okay. Arm fall off boy from 1989. Uh it's fucking real, man. Ah. Uh, He's real. So uh, you get another one point. What? what who is so, he? Who is he from? DC or again? I really should take him better. You really notes. should do your homework. Uh, you know, this, it's a trial run, but I think it's going really well okay. so far. So um, I like it. Yeah, it's good so far. So okay. so uh, yes, his arm falls off and he beats enemies to death with them. And he is a real. And I think he's also Marvel. That sounds Marvel. Um, okay, this next one. This next one, 1947. Okay. Okay. Asbestos Lady. First off, what is Asbestos Lady's power? Oh, 1947. I mean, aside from cock blocking you with the USO <laughs> dance, I mean, I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, Especially, you don't want to take a big sniff of Asbestos Lady. Uh, no, no. Yeah. I mean, you know, in 47, it was okay. It, you know, whoa, it wasn't okay. You'd but sniff was, away. You didn't know any better. You didn't you know? know any better. That's the you key know, word. You'd be like, a business lady, let's go out to the USO now. You smell deadly. <laughs> okay. So you, you take it where you can get it. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm going to say she is fireproof. Okay. Because asbestos is used. It's used for insulation, but it was also fireproof. Okay. So I'm going to guess she's some kind of fireproof... Okay. Person. And That's her power. Fight. She's fireproof. Yeah. Well, that yeah. She she she's or okay. I'll go for maybe she's like fireproof or indestructible. She's indestructible. Yeah, like something kind of like that. Like she's, you know, asbestos is like powdery soft. Yeah, but this is 1947. They still had powdery <laughs> yeah, soft. Yeah, but they still didn't know. They, um, they knew what it felt like, Bill. <laughs> Okay, so uh, asbestos lady, I'm you're saying say she's, she she can't catch on fire. She can't catch on fire. Okay, she's is fire she proof. real or fake? Oh, she's real. She's real. She's real. Okay, Bill finally gets two. Uh, the enemy of the Human Torch and fire in general. Asbestos lady is fire retardant. Nice, just like See? Bill. He's fire <laughs> yeah, no, retardant. I'm just retardant. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. This next one. This is, is this the game? This is the game. So this where are you game. at now? You're at four? I'm at four. You're at four. Okay. Yeah. You're at four out of ten so far. I mean, just like the storm, I will four let out, you... We're four out of eight. You're just at, like you're Tropical Storm, Bill, I will let you down. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. All right. All right. So this person, Spider Humanoid. What is Spider Humanoid's power? Okay. Uh, spider Humanoid is... 
if it's if humanoid is usually Marvel, that's so I'm gonna guess it's some kind of so it, it's um, a creation that's kind of like the Spider Slayers that J. Jonah Jameson created. Oh, so this is an enemy of Spider-Man. I think this is this is maybe not necessarily an enemy, but a robot that fights Spider-Man or an enemy okay. of Spider-Man, and it's created to battle Spider-Man. So I'm gonna guess it has some kind of spider powers. <laughs> Ooh, that's <laughs> fucking vague, man. You're I'm an not asshole. giving you shit for that. Come I, on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess it's got. I mean, it's 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 a humanoid, so it it's. Um, I guess it has. It's it's kind of robotish. Maybe it's got some kind of weapon, laser or something. I don't know. Some kind of web lasers. Yeah, web lasers. And it's probably got strength and can wall crawl like Spider Man or something. Okay. So that's I'm gonna go with those. Okay. What year? What year? Uh, 1983. Yeah, that would be that. That would sound right. Um. That's and That's real. That's Marvel, and that's real. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, bitten by a space arachnid, uh, the alien spider humanoid replaced Spider-Man for three issues while he was in another dimension. His power is he has a database in his computer brain of told all... you, robot. I told you. He's a robot. He's a robot. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, somehow a space arachnid bit him, though. Is well, a robot. Yeah, I mean, it's the 80s. Of course there's space uh, yeah. arachnids. Yeah, so, what are you, stupid? <laughs> so his power is he has a database of all spiders yeah. and their traits and characteristics, and he can pull from that to build a web if he needs to or dig a tunnel or... I don't, you've seen the spiders underneath water that like build themselves like little bubble domes yeah. of air. He can do all that kind of shit. So I did get that right because I said webs. Generally. Oh, okay. You, you know what? I will give it to you. Just okay. Cause, just because you're cute. Yeah. I'll give it to you. Okay. Aww. So that's one point for that. Uh-huh. You said he was real. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I said he was real. Fake. I made that up. Damn it. So Bill is what? Five? <laughs> I'm five out of ten. Five for ten, <laughs> sir. Five for ten. Five for ten. <laughs> I will so, let you down. Yes, you will, sir. At least I was like already ready for you to let me down, so like it wasn't that big of a letdown. You weren't on your back. Yeah. Most people are on their back when I let them down. Ah, uh, okay, all right. Well, that was fun. That was awesome. That, that was fun. We got to do that again. I like that. Okay. So on to the pressing news, the the meat, the news of the week. Uh, well, obviously the big news. Since we talked about the first episode, The Punisher, one of my favorites from from since I was a kid, uh, they've just announced that uh, season two of Daredevil. Now, this is what's interesting. Not only will it feature The Punisher, mm-hmm. but the word I'm hearing right now is the entire season is about The Punisher. Oh, okay, it's it actually will, spinning it around. Will start him, huh? supposedly. Now, this is this is up in the air. Yeah, we have. Confidential but sources this, in Hollywood this, that have told this us this. season will be about. It will start with the murder of his family, and see him become the Punisher. Become the Punisher. And of course, we didn't speculate at all because we didn't know the Punisher was going to be in until this week. Mm-hmm. Of course, they come up with the best casting. I think thus far. Really? You're that you're impressed with it? This John Barenthal from The Walking Dead. He played Shane in the first two seasons. Uh, he was in the movie Fury. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in uh, the uh, noir series on uh, cable last year that I heard was pretty good. I didn't get a chance to see it. It was kind of like a four-episode miniseries where it was all in you L.A. the name? It, yeah, it was called Noir, I think. Oh, it was LA, called that. I don't think it was called L.A. Noir. I think it was called Noir. Well, that's the it, video game. Yeah, but it t- it's pretty much the exact same time frame. Okay. Uh, and it was Frank Darabont that put it together, so former mm-hmm. Walking Dead. Uh, great casting. Absolutely great casting. I think the guy has the range. Mm-hmm. If you saw Fury, you get to see him play more of kind of a uh, an uneducated uh, bully that's also a military guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Walking Dead, you know, you get to see him play these kind of scuzzy, you know, not good characters. But this time he gets to play... A ex-military, I'm guessing cop, that sees his family killed and goes bad. Or, or not bad, he just goes on a killing. Anti-hero. Yeah. Yeah. So it should be interesting to see him play that, because that character is extremely gray. 
There are no black and whites. It no. is a, well. Okay, yeah. I mean, there is black and whites, but he is a very. He's the he's he's very much an antihero. Yeah, I mean, you got a lot of room to play mm-hmm. with, and I thought Ray Stevens did a good job. Uh, Ray or Stevenson, sorry, <laughs> different guy. Ray Stevenson <laughs> did a great job in Punisher Warzone. I thought that was the best portrayal thus far. Okay, we're not going to get into your Tom Jane love, but dude, he's so I'm good. Just going to say, did you see Dirty Laundry? I think it was what it was called. Dirty Laundry was amazing. It was awesome. I thought it was great. And that's what he can do without a studio. That is exactly what he can do, and that's what they should have done. As soon as that thing hit, just like Deadpool, they should have said, Tom, let's go in and make a real Punisher movie with you. Because Punisher was terrible. We're not going to get into that argument again. It'll be an argument, too, I mean, it's going to be a longstanding feud between us. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But anyway. You know what? And this John Bernthal guy, um, I'm actually really surprised I don't know who he is. I I actually had to IMDb him. um, Because... And I was looking down his list. I was like, I've never seen any of these movies, but I want to. They're all movies that I kind of want to see. Yeah, he's... I haven't seen The Pacific, but... And see, that's been on my list for literally years. Yeah. I loved Band of Brothers. Yeah. And I'm very interested in World War II, especially the well, Japanese if, side. If but you, if you want to... I mean, Fury is World War II. Yes. In a tank. Yes. It's, a, it's David Ayers who's also doing... He directed it. He's doing a Suicide Squad. Yes. Which... If we don't talk about this episode, we'll talk about it next episode. We will hit it next episode because uh, I think it's that's one to look out for. Yeah, I think there's I think there's more to it than people know about. Okay, um, but I think this is a great casting. Yes, I think John is a he's got the look. He just has it. Yes, he it, he has the look. He has the range. Yeah, he's he's already kind of got like that thousand yard stare that that the Punisher is supposed exactly. to have. Exactly, he's already got. He looks like he went through pain. Yeah. You know, so I, I think it's amazing casting as well. And I didn't see the Fury, and the only reason I didn't see it is because I have a wife. It's like it, we got up to the red box, and I was like, "Oh, Fury, yeah, let's get that." And she was like, "Oh, Hot Tub Time Machine too." If so, you have an hour and a half by yourself, yeah, rent it. It's good. It's a good watch. You don't need to own it, but it's really it's a good watch. Well, if she listens to the podcast, I'll have a lot more than an hour and a half. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I I think this I think uh, twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. is really shaping up for Netflix. I mean, we're going to have Daredevil Season 2. Depending on how AKA Jessica Jones goes, we'll see how that happens. And then we're going to be getting into Luke Cage. Oh, I'm so excited about Luke Iron Cage. Iron Fist. And then 27... about Iron Fist. But I, Luke Cage has always been a, see, one of no, my favorite characters. I love Luke Cage. But I think Iron Fist, if done right and they pick the right actor, because they haven't told you who's playing yet. Mm-hmm. If done right, that character can be funny. And that... that Depending on what they go with for the origin, especially if they use the more modern origin, it's going to be a lot of fun. And it's going to be a lot of, like, enter the Shaolin kind of temple, yeah. mystical. There's a lot of mystical, but a lot of, like, Mortal Kombat, too. If you go into that, if you go into his origin. Every it, single time anyone talks about uh, Iron Fist, yeah. I instantly think about uh, Kung Fu Returns. And yes. Kung Fu from like the early 80s. Yes. And then the early 90s, whenever he came back, I always think about that because that's what it seems like to me. The, uh, er, the early version is basically a mimic of that, even mm-hmm. though they had, uh, they had a comic in the late 70s called Master of Kung Fu that was basically that kind of concept in a superhero form. Mm-hmm. But it is that, it is a lot like that. But now, and I have them if you want to read them, uh, the first two trades where they get into kind of the whole mystical background where he's where he learned where he got the power where he kind of learned to fight but he's a fun character he's funny he's not rich like Stark but he has a little bit of money mm-hmm. so i think i think if the right guy comes along and i think god who did i hear ah uh, come on he's a really nice actor uh Ryan Felipe I've heard word that Marvel's been talking to him. On he was on Stern and he talked about it. I think if he plays him and they play him fun yet kind of mystical, mm-hmm. I think it's a good. It'll be a good match. Uh, but it just depends on how much of his past you're going to see. Because mm-hmm. this isn't like Daredevil where you can just kind of start from the beginning and go. You're going to have to start now and you kind of go back and look where he came from. Yeah. Um. 
kind of start in the middle and work your way back and then move I, the story forward. Something or or do you know pull a loss and do some flashbacks or <laughs> something like that. But I think it's a good time for Netflix. Oh, it's definitely yeah. yeah they're making some good decisions here lately. Yeah. They're they're hitting home runs a lot of times with the the content they're producing themselves. Yeah. Um, and if they get really really good at that, then you know. Who even cares about what is whatever's on TV? You know that just pulls in more things for I, Netflix. I don't. I don't see. I don't see the model for cable and television lasting much longer. Uh, I can't. We're getting off a little off topic, but yeah, you're you're right. I don't. I don't. I completely agree. I don't think it'll last. Just just Google Fiber. Come, please come to Houston. God, pray to Google that they come here. You know, I know. Doesn't Austin have it? Austin does, yeah. yes. Yeah, they're one of the, the last few cities to, to get it. It's yeah. that one and then Topeka? That, does that sound right? I, I, Topeka, so yeah, Cam- Topeka, Kansas? Uh, yeah. That would be about right, yeah. Okay, I, I, think, I, think, I think they petitioned Google and they got approved. So I mean, I don't know what it would take to put it in here. How much? Uh, honestly, I don't even care if it actually ever comes. Just make the threat. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that you can help a brother out with his Comcast. <laughs> well, um... Right now, I mean, you know, I think the big, the big, like the the starting gun for the marathon mm-hmm. was HBO saying we're going to go to, you can get, have a subscription, fifteen bucks a month, just like Hulu, yeah, just like Netflix, you have access to everything we have, mm-hmm. all of our shows, our movies, whatever movies we're showing that month or so, you got it, yeah, and I think that's that's the starting gun. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see like yeah. how the market reacts to that, uh, and what other sh- what other channels jump shape a- to do. AMC that. is the next one you've got to watch because that's a big one. AMC, AMC, uh, Mad Men, Walking Dead, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul. Uh, so it has so many big shows. You just named four though. Like yeah, to but me, they, that- they have other shows that were big on there. But Netflix has put out more original content sure just no, no but i'm talking about and they have the I'm, supplement I'm, of everything I'm, else. I'm not talking about netflix i'm not talking them versus netflix i'm talking about the dis the dissolving well, that's all of, hbo is though yeah they're but i'm just talking jumping about, on the netflix no they're 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 starting the package because we can't deregulate cable they won't the lobbyists won't allow us to deregulate cable and to build your own package hbo is starting it they said okay no problem you can still get us on cable but you can also buy it if you don't want cable. You can buy it for fifteen bucks a month. Yeah. And. Uh, but see, I, I feel like HBO has always been special. I mean, ever since they, pre- I mean, they were a premier channel. You had to pay for. Sure. They were the first ones to do that. But it's gonna take. It, it's going to take another, another large tiered cable channel. I, so, I don't think AMC is the one then. I I disagree completely. Yeah. A, a it'll be AM, either AMC or FX. You know, one of those will have a pay, a pay model that they'll say ten bucks a month. You get all of our stuff new. You get all the old stuff too. Think about FX. FX has got uh, Sunny in Philadelphia. All those seasons, mm-hmm. they pull them off of Netflix, and they, the, of course, people are going to buy it. You know, they've also got Louie. They've got uh, a ton of shows. Yeah, Louie is really good. Yeah, I that's what Louis. I'm saying. Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Craig from B-Movies and Ebooks. And if you don't know about B-Movies and Ebooks, it's basically a podcast between two lifelong friends. We cover horror movies, cult movies, and B-Movies on a bi-weekly basis. And also, we talk about the latest genre fiction we've read. So after you get done listening to this fine episode of Longbox Small Talk, head on over to iTunes and search for B-Movies and Ebooks and hit subscribe. It's easy to do, you'll be entertained, and you're going to find out about a ton of titles you never even knew existed. Okay, so as of now, we are in week three of the new DCU initiative, which is uh, the next generation of retconning for DC. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're right in the middle of that, huh? Um, so what exactly is the difference between like the DCU and what we used to call the New 52? Okay, well, to do that, the New 52 uh, was the complete retconning of the entire multiverse post flashpoint okay mm-hmm. and you had some continuity and then they were rewriting continuity 
You know, there was a Superman line that showed Superman from the beginning, and it was more of a uh, Woody Guthrie kind of folk hero that had superpowers that was kind of fighting for the working man. And then you had another Batman that was later on in the future. Superman? Superman, sorry, Superman. That's all right. Another Superman later on in the future that was, you know, member of the Justice League, a little more seasoned, had the suit and all that stuff. So the first one you were talking about, that was the one who uh, who was like a teenage kid. Looked like he was a younger version. Yeah, he yeah. like wore jeans and yeah. like a but t-shirt. But it was supposed to be early in his career. Mm-hmm. So you were seeing different versions. You know, if you read Batman, the Batman and Robin comic... It's almost as if that didn't miss a heartbeat between the two different uh, universes. Yeah, it, it just kept almost, on trucking. Yeah, it was almost the exact same storyline. It was just like it picked back up. Um, whereas Batman, Batman in the New 52 was completely started over in a lot of ways. Now, when you started with, with uh, the first story arc, uh, Court of Owls, you're basically given this concept like you're in the middle of his career. Yeah. And he's finding out all this stuff. I really liked Court of Owls. Court of Owls is great. I mean, yeah. that the, I thought that was a great start. The whole Snyder run has been incredible. But what happens is we get to now, we get to issue 41, where the DCU starts, uh, a Batman and Detective. And the, the thing we're looking at right now is um, they've retconned again. James Gordon... Uh, they've retconned a retcon? Well... Let me explain what I understand the DCU to be. Okay. DCU basically means there's no more continuity. Um, you know how... Let me give you a good example of this. You know how in Marvel, Wolverine may have his own team of X-Men, and he has two or three books, and he's also on the Avengers. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how it's going to be at DC now. There's no more long-term continuity. Each book has its own thing. And as they're kind of saying, like... So they're just making everything more fluid. So well, you're not necessarily shoehorned into Batman's history from one issue to the next. I I think. I don't know. I think this is basically like Batman... The Batman book is that continuity. And the detective book might tie into Batman. But then, like, just there's a Justice League book that's still going on where the continuity from the old universe is there. And then now there's a new Justice League of America, which I just read. Which is a whole new continuity. And it's just... You don't really know if they're all there. If, they're, if they've been a team before, it's very vague. They know each other, mm-hmm. but you don't know if, they're, if they were a team or are a team. Um, well, I think if that is their intention, that's a very smart idea. Um, because people nowadays, we, just don't, we don't have the attention span for an arc that'll last a year. I think it was done for two reasons. One... They have, they they're always trying to get new young readers. Of course, they always want that nine-year-old Bill to come in there and buy his first issue. <laughs> um, but Is I that also how older you were, you were when you bought your first comic nine. No, no, I was much younger. Uh, I was born in '76, and I had Star Wars issue two and three. So I would, I had them. They were worn out by the time I was probably four or five, but I had them. I had the covers. The, Bill, the original Young Marvel. Bill. Sleeve them. The original. Well, but. Put them you know, away. I was two. What do you. You know. Two year old Bill. What are you going to do? Sleeve them. <laughs> but, um. They're, they're always trying to get those next kids. Now, I think they're also going for a newer demographic. And that newer demographic is film and television people. Mm-hmm. Get the geek. Get the, get the people that haven't necessarily read books. In. Get the people that are watching Arrow and Flash and the new Legends of Tomorrow and then Supergirl that's going to be on CBS. Yeah. Get those people in because that's another tool. They have they have uh, Flash and Green Arrow have comics specifically with the television continuity now. Bill, I think the word you're looking for is synergy. It's <laughs> synergy, Bill. I hate you. <laughs> but yeah, but that's what they're going for right Bill, now. Bill, use the word synergy. I will not say that word. Because it's related to the gem cartoon. I will not say that. I will say that it's a brilliant idea to finally get rid of the the constraints of that kind of like, okay, if Doomsday pops up in Superman number five and Superman's in J- JLA number five, 
what the hell's going on? Yeah. You know, where is he at that time point? Why does it, why isn't he recuperating? This, that's why I like the what I call the Wolverine model. Because you can have Wolverine in the X-Men. You can have Wolverine as an Avenger. You can have Wolverine in Japan. All in the same month. Whatever you want. And I think it's smart. I think DC finally made the brilliant move. Because they can still have a big event. But then that big event doesn't matter. It's not going to hurt everything if... You know, right now, supposedly Batman's dead. Okay? But in... In Justice League 41, Batman's there. He's he's on a crime scene with Wally, you know, doing forensics. In Justice League of America, Batman is there. Now they they never say his name in that one, mm-hmm. but it's a, it's not the Batman robot suit. It's just regular old Batman. Can we talk about the Batman robot suit though? Whatever you want, of course. Okay, the Batman robot suit. I was actually, I, I needed uh, some Batman artwork for an article I'm kind of working on a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the first time I saw it, is when I Google image searched for Batman logo. Yeah. It just happened to pop up, I, I think, one of the, the early concept arts for it or, yeah. or something. And I, it, it struck me as very Japanese. Like, it struck yeah. me as, it kind of looks like the su- Silver Samurai <clears throat> along with Iron Man. Like, a little bit of each. It, it definitely has a manga in And maybe like yeah. a... Easter Bunny kind of vibe coming from it as well. I assume those are antennas. I have no idea. I mean, I've just read the issue and they don't go into explaining mm-hmm. what the ears are, but the concept is brilliant. Nothing short of brilliant. Batman's dead at the end of issue 40. Spoiler, man. You didn't get the press release. I'm sorry. <laughs> but end of issue 40, Batman and the Joker are, as we know it, dead. Okay, the cave collapses in on him. Giant thing comes down and kills him. Batman s- sacrifices himself, basically. Yes. So he's yes. finally done he after all these spot. years. He pulls a spot. What he needed to do yep. to the take out The needs of the Joker. many outweigh the needs of the few. So, with Batman dead, the Powers Corporation, who is who has taken over the Wayne Foundation, has said, we need, we need a Batman. We need that icon because... The Gotham Police Department can only handle so much. Yeah. So they use their money to create a suit of armor, and they find a guy to get into it. And uh, as we find out in the issue, it's Jim Gordon. Now, here's where the interesting retcon starts. Because, <laughs> You're going to talk about his age? Yeah, because first of all, we're told that Jim is an ex-Marine. Now, I've been reading Batman since I was seven or eight. I've never heard about Jim Gordon being an ex-Marine. Now, maybe in the TV show Gotham, maybe he is. I don't know. I'd have to look that up. So, But we also find out that Jim Gordon in this book is only 46. Yet, in, uh, in Batman Eternal, which was going on up until, I want to say, probably March or April, Jim Gordon was almost retirement age. So we've retconned Jim's age. But I don't care. Yeah. To hell with it. Throw it out the window. Yeah, everything's... We're all playing yeah, it let loose. It, let it be fun. Let, let it, it ride. Let it ride, exactly. Let the hell with it. And I love it. I love the fact that they've got a cop in there. Oh my god, we're talking about suspending our belief again. Suspending our beliefs. But uh, it's fun to have a different take on the character. There's no reason you can't do this. There's no rules. You can still go over to Justice League and see Bruce Wayne as Batman. He's there. You could still go to Justice League America and see him. He's there. He's just not in the Bat books. From what I can tell, the Batman in the Bat-related books and De- and in, uh, Batman and Detective is Jim Gordon in the suit for now. Um, again, brilliant idea. Brilliant. Go wild with it. Why are we sticking to the same conventions? You know, my next thing would be to go to Marvel. I'd go to Marvel and I'd say, I want to wipe out your whole universe. You know, well, that's at, what they're doing, isn't it? Well, but see, you know, there's suspicions that after Battleworld... It's all going to go back to everything. You're going to get a a different version of it. It's going to be a lot like we talked about last episode. There's going to be a lot of this, a lot of the people you've seen pop up, a lot of the characters. Um, you're going to see them. You're going to see them stay. If if they if they told me if they gave me a giant fat check and said go wild. I'd start from zero, and I'd redo the. I'd start with the X Men and redo them. I'd start with the Fantastic Four. 
I do your four building blocks: your Spider-Man, Avengers, X-Men, Fantastic Four, and from there, you know, year two, add in some new, some more people. But you gotta just you gotta start from zero. You know, there are so many kids that are going to see Avengers: Age of Ultron that don't know the shit that happened in 1960. <laughs> and don't care. They're, they're going to look at those books and they're archaic. They're fun to look at. They're nostalgic. But they're archaic. You go back to the 80s. Go back to 30 years ago when I was reading. When I started. It, that looks archaic. You know? So, y- there's nothing wrong with what DC is doing. DC staying ahead of the game. They, they're on the primetime television circuit. They got the... They got, they're, uh, as, as my uh, rap friends would say, they're on fleek. <laughs> they got they're totally on fleek. Now, on the Netflix thing, Marvel wins. Marvel Marvel oh, yeah. Marvel's owning it. Uh I, I just I feel like DC's always second second best. They're they're shooting for silver and they're happy with it. Okay. DC film-wise up to now not the best. Animation-wise? Yeah, they have they have a really well superior there. product. Mm-hmm. They have Marvel's product is junk. And and now they're owned by the mouse. Come on, man! That you got to come up with. You got to do something better than what you got. But, um, but DC's picking up on the on the television game. You know they've got series that are that are, you know, Arrow's gonna stay. Arrow's coming on season four. Flash season two. They they're spinning off of both of them on the Legends of Tomorrow, a mul- a big ensemble show mm-hmm. with Brandon Routh of all people. Yeah. Uh, and then they've got Supergirl over on CBS. So it's it's I think DC's on point. I think they're getting there. I think give them some time. I'm interested to see where their films are going, but but as far as their books go, um I read Justice League of America, which I thought was really interesting. An interesting take. A, it's a kind of slightly left of center take. It has action, but it also has a very interesting edge to it. Mm-hmm. Um it, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens in issue two. Well, I, I actually, uh, I'm really interested because, you know, we were talking about um, how it's become a little bit more fluid for the storyline. Yeah. And that's always really interesting to, you know, to see a character in a different way than you've always seen them. Yeah. Um, it really, to me, and they're kind of my, my favorite comics, I love the What If series. Oh, yeah. And, um, and all the Earth X. Yeah. Anytime something has changed, Hitler was assassinated, Hitler lived forever. You know, like any any of those classic Hitler moments. Yeah, I notice you're you're you know, you're, you're pointing to the Führer a lot, which yes. is fine. I mean, yeah. I expected no less. Well, but. you know, DC and Marvel. I mean, you're gonna run out of superheroes one day. Yeah, know? he's coming back. Yeah. Anyway, but that, that that's what I always liked about this. It's just you're seeing that character in a completely different light than you've always imagined them, especially someone who's had such a long career as Batman, Superman. Everyone knows his stories. Yeah. I mean, they're modern day archetypes, really. Because um, you can ask my grandmother, who are Bruce Wayne's parents, and what happened to him, and they're like, oh, they, you know, they were rich people in. You know, and they got, got murdered. Them and they yeah. got murdered. Yeah, and he invented and the death. pearls and whatever. I exactly. mean, she had no details about that. Yeah, and and that's really strange to me because it it has lasted so long, and now they're finally created in the late thirties, thirty seven, I believe. Yeah, that sounds about right. So, you know, we're we're coming up on eighty years of continuity. Yeah, you know, or eighty years of storytelling. So, yeah. yeah. 80 years of fluid continuity because <laughs> it yeah. has changed a little. Oh yeah, bit, no, but, I mean, but yeah, but. It's been in the you yes. know that's that's four generations. Oh yeah, you know. So I mean, you have adults like us who've we've done Batman our whole lives. Exactly. You know, <laughs> we grew up with him, and he stayed the same age. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, and it's also interesting, and I want to bring it back to to Batman itself, um, and especially Jim Gordon's portrayal as Batman. It's it's an interesting turn for the character. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, he's he's only ever had his gun, you know, his partner or whoever's with them in that particular issue and the GCPD yeah. most of the time standing behind him. Um, so that's all he's ever had. And now you see him not only in a robot suit, but also a really kick-ass kind of looking bat suit of his own. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they're calling it yet. It's just like the stealthy black suit and with I think it's kind of safe. yellow highlights. Yeah, I think it's safe to say. And, and I, I'm with you. I think it's neat. I think it's yeah. really different. And I think this is the time 
to do that. You know, every like you said, everyone knows the origin. Mm-hmm. Everyone, you go to anybody in in North America and ask them, Superman. Well, he came from Krypton. He crash landed in Smallville. Yeah, it's, it's a typical Jeopardy one hundred dollar question. You know, yeah, you know yeah. the origin. Do something different, you know. And I think it's time to play with the with the clay and see what you come up with. So I agree. It's also going to be interesting seeing Batman as a part of the GCPD because the the robot actually has GCPD. Yep lights and and you know signage on it i signage i guess is yeah the right no, word. You're, yeah you're, okay no, you got it so I mean, um and it's gonna be interesting i really want to see the point and they'll be and, and this will happen definitely where batman's not the main character of the batman book you know at one point he's gonna partner up with the gcpd and since he's a well, part he, of them he's gonna let them bring someone big down when you, know? you when you read detective 27 you now understand that he has a team with him mm-hmm. a whole team yeah and you have some familiar faces that are in it, so when it's you, not just him and Batman against the corruption. No, the you'll, you'll department. see he has a team. He has his own designated got GCPD team, and it's very interesting. So that book is almost going to be as interesting as anything else because that one I think will be less about Batman and more about the team. So. I think there's some really cool things in store. I think they've got some really great ideas, um, especially what's going on in Justice League, which is the Dark Side War coming up. Mm-hmm. Dude, you got to read that. <laughs> that is that is. You good. buy it, I read it, sir. You buy that, it, it, I is, read it. It is, it is, it is epic. It, they're they're again big ideas. Doesn't have to cross everything else, you know. And when they're done, maybe it affects continuity. Maybe it doesn't. Who cares? I mean, it's just. They're just doing what they want to do, and I think it's great. Yeah, let people loose in the sandbox, you know. So, yeah. and doing what you want to do is is always the funnest thing to do. Yeah, because I think when you put the constraints of you can't do this sixty because, years of history. Well, yeah, or you got somebody saying you can't do this because we don't want to lose readers. Take the risk, because I'll guarantee you, if you lose five readers, you'll gain fifty. You know, people want to see something different. You know. Of course they're going to bring Bruce Wayne back eventually. Maybe it's in a different context. Maybe maybe he's Batman. Maybe there's both of them. Yeah. You know, maybe they have a Gotham City Police Department version and there's a regular Batman in the same continuity. Maybe he takes over Detective Comics. To me that would be brilliant. Why why do you need Bruce Wayne as Batman in each of them? Why can't there be multiple Batman? Because I love that Snyder touched on that in uh, the Detective 27 anniversary issue. You know, he talked about... I don't want to spoil it because it's an incredible story which ties into that Batman Futures in one down there where Batman finds Lex Luthor's cloning technology. That, that's important because we don't know if that's continuity anymore mm-hmm. because it basically shows you that in the future there will be Batman. You know, and it's such a cool idea, and it shows you the different Batman, but it also shows you a prototype of this robot suit Batman. Also, great little story. Uh, I highly recommend it. I'll see if I can find it for you. But that's that's one that, that I think it's really cool. I think it's really cool. You know, there'll always be a Batman. You know, and we're not talking about you know not just talking about Batman Beyond, which I love. I'm reading that too. Yeah, I love. Tim Drake as Batman Beyond in the future. Oh, it's Tim Drake. In yeah, the yeah. Ah. You got You got to read. Uh, See, I was a big fan of the cartoon, which is yeah. oddly dark for a child's yeah. Cartoon, if you but... read Future's End, that was uh. that was the weekly series they did along with Batman Eternal. Future's End brought Terry McGinnis from the future, and he was trying to stop this kind of robo apocalypse that started in the that that happened in the future. That started in the past. So he came back. They were able to time travel back. And at the end of it, Terry dies and hands a suit off to Tim Drake, who was believed to be dead and he's living under an assumed identity. So he goes into the future. And I don't want to spoil it because it's a really... Like, if you get a chance to read Future's End, it is a great read. Um, it was great reading it every week because it gave me something to look forward to. Um... But yeah, I love that they, they the Batman Beyond is now Tim Drake, and you you're dealing with that future. So, it, 
and you don't know if that's the real future or not. It may not be. Yeah. You know? Well, um, I, <laughs> I, I kind of feel like uh, you're going to be giving me lots of homework, so we yeah. should probably wrap this yeah. up pretty soon. You do have a lot of homework. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so um, last but not least, uh, if you want to check us out, we're on bmoviesandebooks.com. Um, you know, Bill Kurtner. Uh, Bill Kurtner on uh, the Amazing Bill C on Twitter. Twitter, uh, yeah, Twitter, What's Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Yeah, Bill Kurt, Bill underscore you kids in your technology. Bill underscore Kurtner on Instagram. Uh, and you can find me at uh, Rodney one eighty two at myspace dot com. <laughs> you can you can find him hanging in front of a junior high around three p.m. <laughs> no, no, we're gonna cut that part. But in a panel van. <laughs> in a panel van. You no. girls like candy. I got some candy. I got your candy. Uh, so anyway, you can check out uh, all of our... I've got a bunch of video game articles at the moment. I know Bill's contributed a little bit with a, a couple trailer hey, reviews, I believe. Then, every now Come now on, then. Bill. You need to, you need to I, I write when I'm inspired. I'm not like you. I only write when I when I have something to say. Uh, come on, man. I, <laughs> I made up all those superheroes for you. That was some, I, you that did was some brain work. You Thank did you. great. Thank I want to do it again. I want to do it again. Okay. Um, maybe you can do better than five out of ten. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, five out of ten, Bill. <laughs> oh, five out of ten, Bill. <laughs> five out of ten. That's a good nickname for there you, you, sir. Go. Five out of ten. Five out of ten, Bill. Okay. <laughs> Rod the bot in five out of ten. All right. All right, man. All right. This is Bill. And this is Rodney. And this is Longbox Small Talk. We'll see you next issue. is part of the B&E Network, brought to you by bmovies and ebooks.com.